<laughs> so we uh, we got off topic for a quick second. No, I don't mind. I no, want to talk about something juicy. Let me look at this list. No, no, no. I want to talk to Mike first about. That's what yeah, I was y'all about keep talking about. That's what we got off topic because we didn't get into. Yeah, no, 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 I want to talk about the Atlanta cigar. Yeah, there we go. That's there what I want to get back to. Tell us about old Atlanta cigar smoking. You want to start old? Yeah, let's go old first. Okay, cool. We're going to talk about where this grew from. And then we'll I said he generated more traction, you know, from the black cigar community and created this energy of black people getting together and smoke cigars while they party. That's what I said, Mm -hmm. you know, and I said, feel how you want to feel. Call yourself because there were some other people that called themselves the originators of partying in Atlanta with some fucking cigars. And I'm like, y'all sound dumb as fuck. I'm not even going to address y'all because y'all are children. I don't talk to children. I don't talk to children. It's just an observable fact. Right, but no. But see, a lot of people say a lot of things. That's like, what I've noticed is, mm-hmm. you know. Like, there's room for more than one. Why you got to try to be something? Right. Yeah, because people something? like but taking see, credit no, for shit. Right, they like, but see, I noticed that, and I know y'all can get offended, but the millennials, millennials always want to be like they originated some shit. When they came into it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You didn't make it better. Right. You didn't make Ooh. it anything else. You just took what was already being done. Popularized it. Right. You didn't even popularize it. It was already fucking popular. Okay, so right? take that away. You, you talk louder you than everybody added, else. You were right. another avenue. Say, right. say that one more time. Yeah, yeah. You just did what? You but, talk but, louder than everybody else. Okay, okay. Here we go. Go ahead and get to it. You talk louder than everybody else. Go ahead and cook. I'll give you an example. ASAP Rocky, right? Talked about him and his guys made Air Force One's 100 hours. I remember. And I'm like, nigga, please. Nelly made Nelly, Nelly, Nelly Right. Mm-hmm. And if you was around right. early yep. 2000s, you know. He made right. a whole fucking yep. song right. and the price of yep. Air Force One's yep. went right. the fuck yep. up. Right. And that's Who what we got that? Uh, exactly. Exactly. Cause you know New York, niggas, <laughs> New York niggas like to take credit for everything. Right. That's why we got the colorways now because of fucking Nelly. Right. We wasn't getting all these funky colors no, until Nelly came along. No. And right. everybody started customizing them because everybody was trying to rock Air Force Ones right. at the time. Mm, I was you know? get that. Who was told you that? Dude. Did you not even buy Air Force One? Because no. niggas in, famous? Niggas like, in, what do you mean? Niggas in New York love taking credit for shit like that. Uh, that they love that shit. So yeah. So for me. I took real personal offense mm-hmm. when I hear some of these conversations that go on and some of this other shit, right? Mm-hmm. Because Mike's a quiet dude. Mike's loud and Mike do a lot of things, but Mike never self-promotes for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, so the reality of it is for me is that if Mike talked as loud as y'all, right? Mm-hmm. It would, it would be a different thing, right? Yep. But y'all talking louder, it just don't it don't mean y'all right. Y'all just talking louder. Mm. Y'all talking over everybody. Mm. You know, it don't mean that y'all right. It don't mean that y'all doing it better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Y'all just took something that was already happening and started riding the wave. And just started riding. I mean, and they're, you know, they got a different. Listen, it's like think of any anything that exists in the market, right? There's 97 billion different lotion companies and 
you know, grocery stores and clothing stores. Like, there's... Not everybody suave. One person can't serve millions of people, okay? And there's different audiences and there's room for more. But there's a difference between existing and trying to claim ownership of something. That you didn't didn't cultivate. It's not about there's not room. It's not about you haven't added. You have have brought people. People come to your shit. People who never smoked have come to your shit. Because they see your shit. A lot of smoke for real. So, exactly. Yes, that's another it, part of it. That goes back to what Mike said earlier. To and that little point about different uh, audience. <laughs> the, the, uh, the old, the old rappers and the old ball players. Yeah. Like you can, we can say all that exactly. shit, but who originated respect. this shit? Right, exactly. We respect. still have to pay respect to who, exactly. who are the pillars they never to making what it is own. today. They don't do that. Shit. I'm not gonna shit on Larry Bird and Magic them. Johnson for what they brought you to the NBA right. now because LeBron right. and Mike and Kobe right. even popularized it. Larry Bird and Magic. They were here and first. And LeBron right? would never say, I'm the reason basketball yeah. is popular. He so. wouldn't be LeBron James <laughs> if Magic Johnson wasn't Magic Johnson. Right. You know what I'm saying? So somebody had to come before you. And, and I think sometimes it's so hard for people to say that mm-hmm. because you you so much in the right now, this shit's popular, I'm popping, that you can't pay homage right. to who fucking gave me this idea. Right, exactly. I have yeah. no problem telling somebody who the fuck put me in this game. Right. Yeah. I tell y'all that shit all the time. You this did. nigga put me yeah. in the game. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. sit here and take credit for none of that shit. Yeah, it's no. the same thing with that. If I'm this not nigga self-made. Did, I'm not self made. Man, bro, that's a, even no, I hate bro, that shit sometimes too. Yeah. When people, I'm self made. No, who somebody helped you along the way? No, but see, the reality of it is, for me, for my life, my journey through cigars, mm. I was smoking already. Mm-hmm. I would go to shops. Mm-hmm. I was well enough known at enough shops. I had lockers all over the fucking city, mm-hmm. right? But I never equated going partying with my smoking. Mm-hmm. I never gave, I never even thought about it that way. Mike started taking us doing shit yep. out in spots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. And and started promoting parties where you can actually smoke and drink and watch some girls. Have a great <laughs> fucking time while we doing that's this that's thing that wow. we all love. Right. Because there was no women in cigar shop That was inside. a party. There was no women <laughs> yeah. in cigar shop inside. Man, I, oh, I used to report to that you know? shit. Dude, listen, There's you go no sit around the shop all day long. There was no women in the cigar shop for real. You mm. get one chick come in and she was like food for the fishes. Everybody's yeah, like, everybody's hey. like, damn, they smell blood <laughs> in the water. Right, right. And they didn't even feel comfortable sitting down most of the time. And I've heard that a lot. You know, bro. A lot so of them buying cigars for their man or their boss or yeah, they ain't really here for that. Right. They don't he feel comfortable being in the space. To to Did you have yeah. a response to all that before yeah. I started yeah, We're gonna get right into Okay, in. so or to the beginning. Honestly, when I first started <laughs> So I started selling cigars in the bathroom and nightclub, mm-hmm. you know, so just like when I go to Walmart and get black and miles and candy and mints, I don't hang out in Walmart. So I didn't hang out in cigar shops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was Al that got me hanging out in cigar I'm, shops. Al the one got me to sit down. Al was like, man, sit down. He was like, brother, they put sofas in here for a reason. So I sat down and I just started meeting people. but. Back in those days, the cigar event was like that big sandwich from Blippi and some wings and the same people we saw yesterday, mm. you know. And I would be out because I'm all over town because I had accounts all over town. So I see all this different stuff and I'd be like, hey, man, you know, we can go smoke over here. They got a little patio or they got a little rooftop, a little, you know, wherever. And we just smoke over there. So I'm like, all right, well, where are we smoking? Then it went from like just us to other people like, hey, where y'all smoking? What y'all doing? So, you know, I'm getting calls every day, like, where we smoking today? I'm like, shit, I was doing, man, I'm doing shit, you know? Yeah. And, um, I mean, we would be in the parking lot 
at the cigar shop, cigar shop closed. We out in the parking lot three, four, five in the morning. Okay. You know, T got the bed as a truck man, somebody playing some music, pulled out a bottle, everybody got Living. cigars. Just having a good because night. we aren't the generation before us. The generation before us, they the the forty, fifty year old, they was home sleep at ten. We like, what the fuck? But we didn't want to go to you know, not disrespectful, but we didn't want to go to compound or stuff like that. Cause mm-hmm. we can't do what we do. Right. Y'all enjoying yourselves doing cigars. what y'all do. Right. But you you don't have the liquor I'm we trying drink. To chill. You're not playing the music we like to hear. And I wanna smoke this so, cigar, right? So the, the parking lot was a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. And then we found places that we could frequent. And it just so happens, I just, you know, as I meet people, I'm like, hey, I'll be over here, I'll be over here. My first event was um, cigar, scotch, and chocolate. I did it at Ash. And I was like, damn, that's a dope-ass combination. Mm-hmm. And Dave was working there. Yeah. And I mean, I was fortunate enough to have people who was just like, that sounds cool. You could do it. I'm like, all right, I didn't know how many people were going to come. And we, had, we had like 40-something people there, people really enjoyed it. They're like, when are you doing another event? I was like, shit, I didn't know this was going to work. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I did a couple other events. I got the contract with P103. So I did their uh, cigars and cars because they didn't, mm-hmm. they had bullshit cigars that they just mm-hmm. went out and bought like right, like an hour before the event, mm-hmm. you know, for the first couple of years. And then uh, when, when Franz brought me in, then I started bringing in cigar vendors and we had different cigars. But the bulk of the people were coming because I text them because I gotta give away 100 cigars. And I'm not trying to give away to 100 people talking about they're gonna put this in the car for when they could and gonna come to town. That's that Atlanta magazine crowd I was telling right. you. Mm-hmm. So I made it a rule, like if I gave you a cigar, I cut it and I lit it. Now mm-hmm. you wanna put it in your pocket after that, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. But I call my guys like, hey, I got this company. Why well, I sent out a text like, hey, I got this company coming out. Yo, come get a stick. You know what I'm saying? So now I know I got for real smokers. And I'm not, even though I'm getting paid to do it, I ain't want to just throw good cigars away. Right. That's real. You know, so that. Come on. Still appreciate it. Still, yeah. still a cigar. Yes. Right. Tell yeah. us about the cigars. Yeah. When That's I started the, doing the smokers retreat, that was a 100% that, yeah, accident. Exactly. Keep that in mind. That was a whole accident. Mm. I used to go to, well, I used to go there when it was Masters, because I could just go there and smoke a cigar, and nobody said shit to me, play a little video game, eat the $7 steak, and, oh. and get the hell on. Come on, $7 steak? Yeah, I think you played First of all, we're not going to skate legit, by that. Legit. No. I ain't legit, never heard that Legit. video games? This nigga yeah, plays the video games that be sitting yeah. on the strip club that don't nobody be fucking with. He do that shit. I didn't even realize they were video games. This nigga would sit there and play the game the whole night. Yeah. That's a real talk. So yes. That during the day. That's not why I go to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here to see some ass. I'm here to see ass, nigga. Turn it on. Turn it on. Right? So I met Rick. Yeah. But the the Rick was the day manager. And uh, the GM got fired, so they moved Rick to the GM. He's at nights, and that's when they brought in Patrick. Mm-hmm. And I knew Patrick from the Gold Club. So I'd be sitting there, and Patrick's like, Come on, Mike, I know you know how to promote. You smoke cigars, let's do a cigar event. And I was like, All right. So I blew it off for like a month till my birthday was coming up. So that's why I started the month after my birthday, because I just didn't give a fuck. So when I finally decided to do it, he was like, Man, come on, off. He's like, What are we going to do? So, all right, we're doing events. So, what are we going to call it? I literally sat there and said, mm, Smokers Retreat. Yeah. So, all right. 
He wrote it down. Let me oh, Janine. How I so it. I wrote down like 10 points. So in promotion, I have 10 things that I want. Okay. If I get seven, I'm cool. Okay. We'll have to have a conversation. If it goes below that, then we got to kind of battle for positions. So he was like, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. We can't do that, we can't do this, which I ended up getting anyway. So the two things that we couldn't do is they didn't want to bring in any more bourbon. Mm. And they didn't want to give me a buffet. Hmm. Okay, cool. So we do the event. My first event was June 2009. Mm. And I had 42 people. I knew each and every one of them. Mm. Everybody, we were just sitting there nice. chilling. And it was like, man, you going to do this next month? I was like, yeah. I made a couple hundred dollars. I was like, right, this is cool. Next month, a few more people came. Next month, like month four, I made like five, six hundred dollars. I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute, hold on. This, uh, how many some food? A money. <laughs> no, so the way I got the food was. Look at sponsors. The, the way I got the food was that uh, Dennis Williams was over the food at Onyx. And he came in there one day and he was talking about, oh, he had taken a trip to the Dominican Republic and he loved these cigars. And I said, aha. And Eddie Fontana was there. Mm-hmm. So, I said, mm. come with me. And I introduced him to Eddie, and they were like, oh, and the DR, and this, and the other, and blah, 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 blah. Eddie gave him some cigars. Next month, I got a buffet. The way I got the the, the liquor was, because they didn't want to order more liquor. So one Friday, the event's about to start, and this is when John Haluski ran Empire. Mm. So John happened to be there. He came in, he was talking. We were talking about bourbon and stuff. So he told the manager, he's like, I got like three bottles of whiskey in the car. I can give them to you. So I was like, hey, put them on the back bar. So as my guy started coming in, I was like, hey, whiskey at the back, at the back, at the back, at the back. And they drank all of it. <laughs> so then we got the whiskey bar. Well, nice. we had a few bottles back there. Then Lauren's birthday, mm-hmm. when she was with the Agio, mm-hmm. Lauren was like, and Lauren was like, your uh, what? Uh, predecessor. Predecessor. She used to be the GM at Highland. Mm-hmm. So Lauren was like, I want to do my birthday party at Onyx. Might want to do a New Year event. It's like, what do you want? I was like, I want a Johnny Walker bar. Mm. And she was like, well, what do you want on the bar? I was like, all of it. She was like, yeah, you're not getting blue and gold. I was like, okay, cool. So I got black, uh, I got red, black, green, green and green. Red, red, black, green. So mm-hmm. I'm cool. But we had a bunch of other stuff back there that reps would kind of just leave, oh, take this, try this. But they gave me this big-ass Johnny Walker sign. So we took that sign, set it up mm-hmm. on the back bar, put the little tablecloth out there, and now it's brilliant. And guys were just killing me. They were, killed, they, were, they were dropping bodies. I don't understand why you would, like, clearly they're going to buy this shit. Well, like, it's not going to be they, here. Like, buy this liquor and then it's going to be gone. But they didn't understand that. They didn't understand But that. after yeah. months? Like, come on, bro. Well, they, this, they didn't this understand. Was they still five understand. months in. Yeah. Okay. So, because this is, like, November. Lawrence party was, like, in November. Okay. So, this is all happening, like, in the first six months of gotcha. existence. So, I'm like, well, damn. So, now we got to have the, the Scotch bar in the back. We just call it the Scotch bar, but we had Scotch bourbon and all that. Mm-hmm. Great prices because they asked me, they're like, hey, what's this? How do we price it? I was like, uh, $8 sounds good from account. Right. <laughs> that sounds like a good one. And guys was just, you know, teeing them and coming there like, hey, y'all got an extra bottle of that? Yeah, let me get that bottle. Let me get that bottle. So they had their bottles, you know, so people just seemed to really enjoy it. And when I found out 
was it wasn't really it it, it really had very little to do with the the strippers. Mm-hmm. People came because it was because I'm in all different sides of town, mm-hmm. so people came from different shops and stuff, and they kind of congregated there. But like, damn, I ain't seen my man since. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. people just like, you know, I got guys that tell me still today, like, motherfucker, I used to take off work. I take off work. No work, bro. I, I, I would go home. on work days, dog, before work or after. Mm-hmm. We used to do at Highland. We used, man, whoever worked the day shift. They would come link up with whoever didn't have to work. People would switch. Oh, I just got off work. Oh, I'm in. I gotta go to work after this. Like, mm-hmm. but bruh. it was just, mm-hmm. it was just fun. I mean, it was had, a good time. Athletes, entertain all kinds of celebrities. Michael Kudlis, Ruben Studder. Mm-hmm. Remember, I met Ruben with you. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at. A, I'm, I, I go in Highland. Yeah, he so, likes the guys. Me and Shia talking bourbon. We talking shit. I was like Shia, I drank yep. a bottle of that. So he turns around. He's like, Hey, man, I gotta shake your hand. I was like, all right, cool, bro. He's like, I'm Ruben Stutter. I was like, I probably should have picked up on that. Thank you. Big guy. Yeah. You know, and somebody was came in and they asked me about the smokers retreat and I gave him a flyer. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. Just strip up. Let's, let's talk about that. Strip up. I said, well, I do this, you know, once a month. So he's like, I'm going to come check in. So he came to the one in January and he was like, oh, man, this is cool. He said, my boy's birthday. Is next month we always come up to Atlanta from Birmingham. We have a dinner, da da da. Man, he rolled through there with like twelve dudes that all rolled up from from Birmingham, and then everybody come Rodney Perry, uh, Ed Lover, people just come and hang. It was just a, it was it was kind of like Cheers because there were no celebrities there. I mean, DJ Smurf and Skinny Kenny would come in. Skinny Kenny spent he spent he got there at three o'clock. It was like I need seventeen thousand and one. Oh. If you mm. look, it is a video on Onyx. If you type in Smokers Retreat and you see that video with Mr. Hankey on it, mm-hmm. it's at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And mm. it's, it's beneath. There's no way for you to know it's not 1 a.m. Wow. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like from 3 to 7, day. right? Oh, 3 to 8. And you walk out of the uh, 8, like. I still, got day. They, I still got some more they, of my day left. They oh, were asleep, bro. Oh, no. Like, you're bringing in so much bread because these are hours of the day where it's not going to be as packed typically. Well, no. You got people spending money. Yeah, they smoking cigars. Okay, but they tipping, they smoking, they drinking. Yeah. And at the very least, your bar going to be lit. Like, now, yeah. I will say some people like to your like, some people were doing more socializing than strip tipping. But the bread there was so much bread in there there was so much bread so much bodies the girls made a lot of money yeah Yeah. oh they made money they made plenty because there was so many bodies in there yeah everything going on in there and I mean at that time I was still doing more events I was I was wanting to do more events because I didn't want to be the strip club guy like every strip club in Atlanta was like hey come and do this hey come and do this and I was like nah I'm good I'm Mm -hmm. straight yeah somebody else tried to copy his shit I heard it they had 12 people they had 12 people I heard somebody. Dad's twelve people. So, you know, and I started doing other stuff. So they did try, because I heard. Yeah, yeah, they tried. It's been a couple times. Yeah, they had twelve people. Yeah, they had twelve people. One of the cigar shops tried to promote at this other club with somebody to do the same thing at the exact same time. And when nobody fucking name. Right? Why y'all like this? But that's the original. That's what people do. The original. See, here's my thing. There's room for everybody, but make sure it's your shit. And that's what I got from everything you said. It's like, 
the cigars came first. Like you were doing shit you fucked with, and you kept doing shit you fucked with. Organic. You appreciated what you fucked Organic. with. Organic. And you built your right. right. Period. Right. And you put the product and the people first. And you, because you actually genuinely fuck with it, you have an understanding of what the people want and what they're looking for, and that there's a big enough community that fuck with what you fuck with. Now, to that point, there is there is another crowd that's like, I just want to do this for fun every now and then. Like, Social to be. I'm seen. not really about, and that's cool. Like some people are like that with alcohol, right? Like yeah. I don't have a bar in my house necessarily, but. I'll go out and drink socially every now and then. Like mm-hmm. that's cool. Like yeah, you, you go to an event event for the parties. for the discount on the shots. You don't go to appreciate you the don't tasting. A liquor party that's you cool. Don't really fucking drink. Now that's that's the thing. How you present yourself is everything. If you present yourself as a promoter and you're a promoter, cool. If you present yourself as an educator and you're an educator, cool. If you present yourself as a promoter, but you know, as an educator, yeah. but you just there. Taking pictures? So, 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 communication matters. This is my rub. I I respect what everybody does, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody, I know a lot of people, a lot of people know me, you know, which is more, way more fucking important, right? I never criticize or chastise anything. I've always said, you know, young cats, do your thing. You know, I respect it. You know what I mean? I'm going to pay to go to your event. I might not not show up, but but I do the same thing. For Mike, yo, you got this shit going on, cool. I order a ticket. I may or may not be there, but bring me my shit. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because the reality of it is I want to support the black cigar culture in Atlanta because right. I grew up in the black cigar culture in Atlanta to where we couldn't even go to certain shops. We had to show up in fucking numbers and buy and, and, and make ourselves seen and known because we were a misnomer to a lot of shop owners. Yeah, I hear that there's some black cigar smokers, but we don't really believe it, right? Mm-hmm. We don't really promote to them. We don't really set up for them and try to get sticks that they smoking because I don't really believe they do it like that. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, no, we would all roll up. We'd be like, yo, there's a cigar event going on here, right? Crash. It's, it's 15 <laughs> of us. We showing up and we show our ass. We're going to buy every fucking thing we're going to get. We gonna goddamn drink all the fucking liquor, and we gonna back goddamn network with every fucking body around. And, and that's, that's what because we did. the vibe mm-hmm. was authentic and it was curated for you. And I think mm-hmm. it worked. I can't. Em- I can't emphasize enough. Well, you weren't uh, by that, what I meant, but work, by that, but what I meant was just that. Like, this is a vibe. This is what we do, right? And if what you do is club and party and you want to throw a cigar in, that's cool too. As long as it's advertised as this is a party where we just going to smoke. If it's advertised as this is going to be an educational experience and an immersive experience and that's not what it is, that's problematic. But don't nobody care if you want to throw a party and have some cigars in it. Right, but that's not Right, But you don't actually have a cigar featured there when I get there or you don't have a table or you don't have a rep. Like, how is that a cigar event? Exactly. You're false advertising at that point. It's not sexy. So what I do, I like to feel like if my body of work is nothing, I'm going to bring you some cigars, some you probably never heard of, but I'm going to put that person in front of you. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to ask me about them. Ask him mm-hmm. about them. I'm going to bring you some liquor. You're the facilitator. But if I'm known for that, and if I say, okay, I'm doing an event, I don't have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to say I'm doing a cigar event. Cigar might gonna be there. Okay, so we smoking. I know that. For sure. What else is going on? 
He's probably gonna have some liquor dude there. He's probably gonna have a cigar guy there. Yep. That's it. That's that's part Fuck of my. Fuck have food in that right. motherfucker. Yeah. Right. We ain't worried about no pictures. We ain't worried about none of that. We're just shit. having a good time. If we found some for sure. You can take a whole deal of pictures you want. Right. You know what? That goes back to that organic vibe. He wasn't trying to. No. Yeah. But no. something's being mimicked. But but, because, people, but, but that's but not some organic. Some people like that though. Some people like the show. Some people, and I don't just mean no, the people, people like who put it out like it makes money itself. Right. Like so some people they want a place to. If it's a money thing, say it's a money. People people like to <clears throat> get cute and get dressed. That's why I th- I feel like there are people out there that curate experiences that communicate to the public. Hey, I'm not a cigar expert, but I love smoking and I like creating cool events and dope vibes and spaces. Right. And it that's can be what I do. Right. Yeah, it can and they be make done. great money and they do great events and nobody's like, no, there's no problem with that. It's right. when you're putting, there's only a problem when, when you present yourself as something other than what you are. And right. when I show up, I don't get the product that I was told I was going to get. Look, right. The events that I do are events that I would go to. And that's it. And that's, that's how it should that's be. It. Yeah. That's it. I do that's it. Events are for real smokers. Is not for people that's faking. Because if you're a faker, you're not going to. I hate that. I hate putting it in those categories because you cannot. You can. And I'm really. I'm not even thinking about the people that throw these events. I'm I'm thinking about the people that go to these events. And that's where I think. I think think that's where y'all do. I think the same way I can go to some. You so, know, so, grand opening of something just to take shots and not because I appreciate the beer. Like I like people can do that and not be bad people or not be like. It's you not know, about bad people. Real drinkers. So, so like, let me say this. We're, we're so let me say this. Right. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. We're shunned. There are places you can go and, oh, okay, the dude got a hooker, dude got a clothes. No, that's real. I, I put him a cigar. Oh, no, you can't smoke No, that's real. So, right. I, for me, one of the biggest things for me doing stuff is, hey, I'm a, I was going to put out a list one time mm-hmm. of all the places that say, fuck y'all, y'all can't smoke cigars. I'm just going to blast them on mm-hmm. social media. Everybody. And you can Every smoke everything, but... Right. No, we mm-hmm. see places like that. Yeah, they, let you roll, they let you roll up the gas. Yeah. No, no. But don't, but people, but like don't say you can't smoke a cigarette Listen, in a cigar lounge. We used to go to a bad. spot. But what I, but what I decided to do was... I'm just going... Every place I know that we can go and we can smoke, I'm just going to highlight. I'm going to take... We over here. That was I'm sending out that two, was three hundred texts. Right like, no, we over so, here. So you'll see it. No, yeah, but, this is where we can. Back to your point, right? Mm-hmm. So, doing cigar events. When I own the place, right? Mm-hmm. I get calls. Hey, you want to come set up here? You want to come set up for this? It's going to be promoted here. It's going to be promoted there. Mike did some of the shit with me, mm-hmm. right? You show up. And when I talk about fake smokers. I'm talking about people that's there to get the free cigar, to do this, to take pictures, you know, mm. holding the stick. But then you end the night and you're cleaning up, and you got a whole cigar. Hey, so the sticks All these right. Whole cigar it's just game. barely right. lit. Right. In the ashtray. Right. 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 So you know. The so monologue, the waste. But but that's where I got the term Atlanta magazine cigar smokers monologue. because monologue. Those, right those are all the people that came because it was this cigar event so it's supposed to be money. Got right, it. because they relate cigars to money, and they showed up just to be on the scene. Got right, it. this whole thing now grew from that to me. Got right, it. you know, even the cars and cigar shit. A couple of times I did cars and cigars for V one hundred three. There's half the crowd is there to be seen mm-hmm. at a V103 event mm-hmm. because they know the photographers. Don't get fucked about cars or cigars. Right, right. <laughs> Most of the crowd, 
we started bringing the cigar crowd. Right. Because like on the on the stuff that he was talking about, so I'm at a minor luxury event. Mm-hmm. At a table, cigars there, they stacked up. Ten bucks, you know. So dude comes over, got his little chick on his arm, and he grabs a cigar, and he's like, what is it? And I said, Dominican Puro, just that, yeah, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So he turns and starts walking away with a cigar. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> uh, it's $10. He turned around, took a step back, and did like that. Oh. Now, I'm from Decatur. <laughs> you almost caught it on that one. Like, did you and just I said, tell something? Never again. I've never done Anywhere near my vicinity? After that. Because my thing is, those people are there to take pictures, get the free food, get free drinks, whatever's Get the free whatever. Yeah, I was about to say whatever's free. It's like anything else. It's the one percenters. One percent of those people should be there. Mm. The rest of them are just... Do you feel the same way about golf? What do you mean about golf? Golf is a little different. Because golf is another one of those avenues where... People get in because of the opportunity that it can so provide. The golfers are different because there's way more of a financial commitment. Yeah, mm. exactly. In so cigars? You buy at minimum a two hundred dollars set of clubs. Because you can't just go freely play at a no, golf. No, 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 got you. No, no. Around the golf average is around thirty bucks, right? Mm-hmm. That's on the cheap side. Mm-hmm. Per the better club per player. Mm-hmm. The higher side, you talking about a hundred bucks for a round? Gotcha. Yeah, no, so you've committed to this, right? Gotcha. So when a golfer talks about that he smokes, he knows the difference in my my golf course sticks. Gotcha. And my sticks are like the city of Jewelry. And my real life sticks, yeah. right? There's too many people on the golf course smoking a dab Right. They might smoke their they might smoke their Camacho or their Avo because yeah, I must I want to sit down and enjoy this smoke, other they cigar. They're gonna smoke something light on the front nine because they won't be too woozy. By the time they get around to the back nine, they get something a little heavier, and they done had a couple of drinks. And they want something that's gonna stand up to lighting and relighting yeah. over yep. and over. I was about to say you outside, it's windy. It's yeah. windy yeah. and all that kind of shit. It's a totally yeah. different thing. But, but the commitment. My my quote in this industry. Cigars are the least expensive point into a luxury lifestyle. Mm. There's nothing else on God's green earth that you can buy this luxury that's $8. Right. Mm. I mean, cigars so are lighting money on fire. Yeah, that's literally. That's, yeah, I'm literally burning money. Yeah, it's lighting yeah. money on fire. Every day. You walk into a cigar lounge and go, yeah, let me get, you know, a, a, a double Hennessy on the rocks with a splash of coke right. and walk around with your cigar like this. Right. That's you out. Thirty dollars, yeah. Versus around the golf, where if you ain't got the right you clothes, shoes, you need clubs. You, you need, yeah. You ain't even yeah. going. Well, no. And you gonna want to drink, and you gonna want to. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it's 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 a completely different. But when you look at it, okay. So when you talk about cigar culture, if I walk into a shop and I buy a cigar and I light it and I start smoking, it doesn't make me part of the culture. Mm. No, that's right. Just like I can go to Ferrari of Atlanta and buy a Ferrari, it doesn't make me part of Ferrari right. culture. Right, right. You know, right. just culture. another nigga with a Ferrari. Right. Right. Exactly. Mm. So it's it's knowing and it's, it's understanding. Yeah. You know, what do you know about the the GTB? What do you know about the three hundred eight? What do you know about the da da da? Not just the Ferrari you got. I can be in Ferrari culture and not even have a Ferrari. Yeah. Yep. No, it's that true. goes. It's absolutely true. That goes to with T. He ain't got to work in the industry to be a part of it. He's oh. been in this shit for so long. He, what do you say? He owned the lounge for a right. little bit, yeah. but even if he never did that, right. this dude is so entrenched in the industry that it 
doesn't really matter. Right. Like, we know who work in this. I see y'all every day. Right. You know what I mean? And I can't emphasize enough. Like, it, it doesn't mean that every single thing that you participate in life, you have to be an enthusiast of. It It's all about representation and what mm. you present yourself as. And, you know, there are folks that throw club parties that you, I feel comfortable going to their events. You know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be nerdy, it doesn't have to be, there's so many levels, right? It can be chill, it can be popping, it can be this, it can be that. I've been at so many events that don't necessarily on paper fit my aesthetic, but it's a good time. And yeah. I've been at others where it's like, hmm, this feels weird, or this feels feel unwelcome, yeah. or, or it feels fake, or it feels like there's, or this isn't what was advertised, or. So let's take away smokers, let's separate smokers and non-smokers. Mm -hmm. Let's say smokers and posers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's mm -hmm. more so what yeah. he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, It's just the poser. Like, yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. You want you want to take a picture. picture yeah, that's weird. Right. Don't have Next tags. to the person that they know that's a big cigar. <laughs> like somebody come up to Mike. Yeah. I'm taking right. a picture with Cigar Mike. I look yeah. like I'm a part of this thing now. Do you know, I've had people come, I've had people tell me stories about, oh, I came from out of town and I thought it was going to be like this and then I tried to talk to them and then they couldn't really tell me anything and then like, and I'm like, damn, that's kind of cringy. Like, and I feel bad. Like, you're a part of the Atlanta you know, cigar culture. Like, so it bothers you because you really are entrenched in this. You do the work. So when you get a representation for the Atlanta bad. cigar culture that doesn't really <laughs> reflect the culture, it makes you feel some type of way, like, even if you weren't a part of that event. But the, the cigar scene moves with me. They hang out with me because I hang out with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I go to everybody's mm -hmm. shop. Yeah. Yep. Every, tell you, it'll be the. I'll be sitting in the cigar shop here and I'll be like, fuck it, I'm going to Chattanooga. I get in the car, <laughs> go to Chattanooga, stay for a couple hours, and drive back. So I go everywhere. I go, I'm in DC, I'm in Miami, I'm in. So when I'm doing something here, I'm representing a good time. People are like, well, we had a good time with this fool in Miami, and then in Vegas, and in DC, and in Charlotte. Uh, Let's see what he gonna do when he at home. I've been in a shop in a small town, I, matter of fact, I was in a small town, and um, not really a small town, but it's big for Connecticut, I guess. But nevertheless. Connecticut is a small <laughs> Connecticut. town. Exactly. But <laughs> I'm sitting in the shop smoking, right? Hmm. Bunch of black guys frequent the shop. You know, it's cool. It's down the street from my hotel. You know, I always smoke, you know, in the places I'm comfortable whenever I go somewhere. But I'm sitting there smoking. Guy's like, hey, you say you're from Atlanta? Yeah, I'm from Atlanta. You know Cigar Mike? <laughs> yeah, I know Cigar Mike. Cigar Mike's my guy. Nah, really, it's Cigar Mike. Cigar Mike is my guy, oh, right? I was like, you want me to call him? You know, he's like, so, you know, we having these conversations, and the reality of it is, even in places that Mike might not have ever gone, he's met people in places talk to people in places that respect what the fuck he does yeah. mm -hmm. you know I've met people all over this country in small shops and you know and stuff like that that just know Mike you know they relate Atlanta cigar smoking to Mike to mm -hmm. fucking Mike mm -hmm. and it's like god damn you know yeah. you know so cause Mike like you said he'd be in the community like, right he's, he's entrenched like, in this shit bro. and not just smokes for real but like he participates in the culture wholeheartedly. Exactly. Like he goes to all the shops. He knows all the people. Like he's entrenched in this shit. Yeah. 
And that's and why. Because do. if you come to Atlanta and you go to the shop, you, you either going to see Cigar Mike or you're going to see somebody that brings Cigar Mike up if you come to Atlanta. Period. So, you know. I'm going to try that other one. I'm going to try that one. But you didn't try to So, no. So, you know. How you feel about the way things are going right now? Yeah. What do you What's mean, your, the cigar community, yeah. industry? Yeah. Uh, the state of the cigar I mean, it just seems right so now. divided. It seems like there's no continuity, no, you know. It is. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, you know, um, when, uh, when the concept for Atlanta Cigar Week came to me, um, Mm. Actually, Henry Park. You called that? Yeah. We getting right into it. Again. Henry Came Park. to me. Well, no, because people say, "Oh, Mike, you created Lance Cigar Week." I did. Henry Stokes came to me. He said, "Hey, Mike, let's do an event in Atlanta. You know, Atlanta Cigar Week, and we can do this, 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 and this." By that time, I was doing seven, eight, nine events during my birthday week. So mm. I immediately said. Okay, all we gotta do is this. Yep. You know, like that. and um, you know, we all participated. You know, uh, in, in in our own ways, we all we all c- contributed to it. And what I look at is, since then, there is Indianapolis Cigar Week, Vegas Cigar Week, Philly Cigar mm-hmm. Week, Orlando Cigar Week, New York, DC, Charlotte, Mega Charlotte, what uh, yeah. well, is now two in Charlotte, uh, Houston Cigar Week almost 10 more weeks of starting mm-hmm. and, and 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 I'm not going to be disrespectful most of these people who started these weeks they haven't talked to me or Henry or Octavia or Tony mm-hmm. they just say oh I believe that completely yeah you know we're going to like oh good know. idea yeah right good idea yeah we're going to do, do it here yeah you know and because of the popularity of what was put forth and the impact that it had with the boutiques and even some of the major guys, a lot of people, a lot of um, vendors are apt to jump. Oh yeah, I'll 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 jump in with you. But it wasn't like that in the I'll jump in with you. It wasn't like that after you were gone either. Well, it wasn't like that in the mm-hmm. beginning. You made it. You, the, the ones that you controlled, and I'll speak to it. The ones that you controlled or the ones that you arranged. It was cigar forward. Right? right, cigars were first. That's well right. put. Right. Yeah. After you weren't mm-hmm. there anymore, none of them were cigar forward. Right. So, but a lot of vendors were still interested in. They want to get into these markets because we're talking about, you know, major markets: Philly, you know, DC, Orlando, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, uh, even with Kennedy, because the month before we did Atlanta Cigar Week, Kennedy did Black Smoke. You know what I'm saying? So, with the impact of those two events. A lot of people are like, hey, we can do that. And a lot of vendors are like, I want in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And the thing is, they, they're jumping into these events with, without no qualification or quantification of mm-hmm. the, the, the individuals involved in it. And I'm not taking anything away from anybody. Right. But there was no tenure with them doing events. And a lot of people after that they call me they're dissatisfied and this didn't happen and that didn't happen. I was like, okay, but did you do your due diligence? Their, that was that was that was their first year. But did you when you called them? Yeah, I was about to say also. Did you construct 
what your your ass should be from them yeah. as well. Exactly. Rep, you, I love say, my you know, reps. This amount of money. But they don't promote. And you say, okay, how do, okay, how does this, this is how cigar money breaks down. Mm-hmm. I don't ask vendors to give me $1,500. Because if you give me $1,500, then you got to come to Atlanta. You're probably going to have two to three other people with you. you got to house yourself. you got to rent a we car. Right you got to buy plane tickets. So that turns into $4,000. Mm-hmm. So now, in order for me to make back $4,000 in cigar money, that's $16,000 in wholesale sales. Mm-hmm. I can't make you that, so I'm not going to ask you for that. But this is what I do. You got a cigar company. You got a cigar company. You got a cigar store. I'm going to do something at your lounge. All right, I need you to buy four boxes of hers, four boxes of his, and I'm giving away the formula. Four boxes of hers, four right. boxes of his, and you're going to do an open invoice. Mm-hmm. So you pay for what you sell. You sell through those four, they got more in the car. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I didn't ask you for anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you for anything. Right. I'm going to bring answers to the building, and when they get to the building, I'm going to say, hey, go holler at them. Yep. Before you go in, hey, 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 I know yep. you want you Because we're going to sell this product. But before that, them people ain't here. These people here. Yeah. At least get a fucking cigar from. Mm-hmm. So now that dialogue is open. Now they take a picture with you. It's on Instagram. It's on Facebook. So that's not only did it not cost you any money, you made money, you and you increased right. your brand. Right. You marketed too at the right. same right. time. Right. You increased right. your brand right. by being and and all you can say about cigar might is well, you didn't ask me for shit. You know, I don't but, make as yeah. much money. But. Right. But, but you gotta think about it. That's not what you do it for, though. Think, think about it. Yes, Mike. And, and, and I, I had this conversation I was at another yeah. shop the other day. There are brands that have been built off the back of black cigar smokers in Atlanta because we had points to prove, right? Mm. And the reality of it is, is that the reason why I know a lot of reps, the reason why I know a lot of cigar companies, is because we're gonna walk up to the table, right? And we're gonna buy shit. Absolutely. You know? yeah. So mm-hmm. I got known first from that nigga showed up and that nigga bought $300 worth of shit mm-hmm. just because I was here, yeah. right? And every time he shows up, he buys a lot of shit, right? Mm-hmm. There's a group of 10 guys that showed up. Everybody they see how they weigh. Right. They cleared my table, yeah. right? I might only bought three cigars, but that's my pocket. Mm-hmm. Right. But the guy that can buy 10... Right, 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 and that's how reputations got built, right, around this motherfucker. Because the reality of it is, is that producer results, right? There's a lot of money in the black cigar community. There's a lot of bread, a lot of money, a lot of bread. There really is, and they want their piece of that fucking money, right? But what they don't want to do is what they don't want to like. And Mike was alluding to is the fact that they want to get that money. But they really want to get the money. They don't want that show cigar smoker, that Atlanta magazine cigar smoker. Mm-hmm. They don't want them. No, because they want to sell cigars. They only want some. Free I'm in shit. the business to sell cigars. I'm right. not in the business to look right. cool. First of all, I don't want to stand at this table and talk to you for 15 minutes. Also, right? y'all, y'all, but y'all, <laughs> y'all find out that you really don't smoke for real. Y'all do know that's right. what's going on now. Oh, I do. You do know in the industry, you see a lot of these companies partnering with. Mm, be careful. Oh, dude. 
Why? Influence. Influence. Because I, I want to make sure. I know. It. No, I hate but that. But I want to make sure. I want to make sure that I'm. I'm what, because being I'm not putting everybody in that box. Is not inherently bad. No. But they're giving it to the wrong ones a lot of times. People, not all the time. Who have what, built the social media off of that. If you call yourself whoever talks the loudest in but, most cases. Yes. But there's a lot of companies that feel as though they are. I always talk against it first. And then they realize that I might have fucked up. Yeah. If you post every single day, you have high quality photos and you're in them and you look good. Right. And you have a lot of followers. You cigar in your pictures every day. Yeah. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers that take a lot of pictures with cigars. Don't really fucking talk for real. I'm the worst at social media. I'm absolutely fucking horrible with social media. I think I got like maybe 4,500 followers. And people are like, oh, I got. 15,000 followers, I got 8,000 followers. I'm following 20 people. I know right. motherfuckers right so now that had 800 right. last month. But guess what? Your events be popping in the past. Right. Well, and it's not so much the Ain't event. no room for it's, nobody else to come in. You can buy followers. It's people like, <laughs> sure. if, if, if I'm only following 20 people, right. that means the people who are following me are interested in what I do. Exactly. I'm not going to follow 4,000 people to get 6,000 followers. Right. No. I'm not. I, People get pissed off at me all the time. I'm following you. Follow me back. I'm, I'm not no, I don't follow everybody. I just tell people I'm not going to do that because it's about margins. It's about ratios to me. Yeah. Eminem follows no. nobody. You don't even write that page. Jay Jay no, but they Jay-Z follows Beyonce and his daughter. Hey, Jay-Z ain't even really? got an Instagram page. He just real. started one. He, he, he pulled it down. He the same day. He, he didn't like it. Yeah, he didn't no. like it. He didn't like it. So, asked 50 Cent the other day. He probably looked at his own hashtag. I was like, I'm out of here. But he asked 50 the other day. They were like, yo, so you follow Eminem on Instagram, right? He was like, yeah, I'm following But he don't follow you back. How does it make you feel? I know this nigga. He said, no. He said, I don't give a shit. He said, that's the best rapper in the game. You know, I need to follow him and see what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Why would I care about whether or not he follows me or not? I want to know what he's doing. He already know what the hell I'm doing. And if I want to have a conversation, I'll I can text him. I was about to say, like, Mike don't follow him. me on social media. You know? I could call this nigga anytime. Oh, they and that's free. But that's my point, though. It does, does that fucking matter? No, I'm on He just told you he follows 20 people. I guarantee he follows nobody in this room, but we all can call Mike. That's right. the difference. That shit that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing, though. I would rather be personable. Like, it's a lot of people, Fuck you that. got a card, you got this. I'm T said, I'm a motherfucker. T said, no, 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 no. And I'm not one of the 20. I told you. I'm not one of the 20. It don't matter, though. I'm not one of the fucking 20. But you can call him, though. Wow. I'm not even one of the 20 this nigga Real talk, how many out of those 20 you think got his number that can call him and ask him? Uh, Everybody on this fucking list. You think so? I know half these motherfuckers. He said they better. They, no, they, they I better know be all these motherfuckers. I was gonna say that just because you know now me nigga. I don't know this motherfucker. I don't even know why. Oh my god! And he followed him off the streets. He might not really be fucking. And how many of those are from the earliest? This nigga got forty nine hundred people. Because only twenty. That means you don't be following with people. Yeah, I've been smoking with this nigga for over twenty years. This nigga don't follow me. Yeah, bro. The fuck? He don't even close enough for me to follow this nigga. But you right. can call him. You don't even post him. But you do, though. Nigga, I followed him because <laughs> I thought he was following me. Matter of fact. <laughs> I thought he was following me. You fatty as hell. I thought he was cool. I thought he was cool. Mike said, I'm check wow. this shit no more. I'm going to follow that nigga. Hey, but he here though. But he, but he's here though. Fuck that. That's all the fact he that said you finna have nineteen, nigga. Right. Right. But two weeks ago when you called me, I answered. 
Probably in two rings. And you see what he did? And he dropped the name of a nigga that isn't there. He said, he said, no, that nigga Allen there. He said, but I know all the motherfuckers that he following except for one. I know all, I know 19 of them motherfuckers. But do they right? have access to them? Yes. You think so? Yes. Ask him. You answer for him. Don't them 19 got access to you? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. No, the nigga, they cannot his, call you. Only through his no, 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 nigga. It's only two on that that don't have access to you. If Steve Saka call you, you gonna fucking answer. That's not the same thing. If, if Rick it's Gardino not the same thing, you, no. Rick Gardino call That's you, different. you're gonna answer. Yeah, exactly. There's only two motherfuckers on that list, realistically. That's different. Yeah, Mike ain't got Look who you just named, no though. Right, that ain't Everybody else See, don't know, but we know who you just named. You gotta pull the extreme examples out. You gotta pull the extreme examples out. You said Out of 19? Rick Gardino is not extreme. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ricky Gardino gets the phone call. Therefore. That's Ricky crazy. gets the call, Great. and so the soccer. I'm picking up the phone if he calls me. Either one of them. Both of them, right now. Let me say something. If they ain't on that goddamn 20 list, it better be 21 tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's not 21 tomorrow, fuck that. My you phone rings. My hey, phone rings. I'm calling you. I'm going to be like, right. you got 4,900 yeah. 4, in right. You not answer again. Yeah, right. fuck that. You going to block my man? Yeah, fuck that nigga now. It's, it's still going to be 20 now, nigga. I'm going to drop a couple people anyway. Right, there you go. You going to know the difference. You going to throw you in there, bro. You going to fuck. Fuck that. That's so funny. He said, fuck that, nigga. You my fault. I ain't no fan, nigga. Right. He said, I ain't no motherfucking fan. Bitch. I'm not bigger than that. No, nigga, I'm a small motherfucker in my mind. But tell you, I never been. I never been. Let me tell you about the first six months of the smoking tree. I never touched the microphone. What? I can't even believe it. Most people didn't know I could even host an event. The only reason I did is because it was just kind of little low one day and I was like I, I told the DJ I was like yo give me the mic and I just started I just started wilding out and, so good, and I ended up mm -hmm. doing it, the whole thing but I mean I did mini skirt contests you know his name you know his nickname do you know his nickname wait but do you know his nickname you know his nickname what is it I probably heard it before once you said fool. <laughs> That's so true. I, did that so, I mean, that's true. Listen, like, like, he no, get on the mic no, and say no, no, anything. Like, this is not gonna be this nigga can talk me. loud. He whispers all the time. No, it's that's so true. This nigga can say a lot. No, and he talks mad shit in that low ass tone. You're not lying, bro. You ain't masking nothing. Right. I know what it is. I've been right. in the room when you wasn't masking. Right. <laughs> Right. I, I don't see you do goddamn Atlanta goddamn hip hop goddamn cracker lacking dancing and shit. Listen, my favorite line. <laughs> this is not. What is it? This is not a pussy museum. This is not a good pussy. This museum. is not a good this pussy museum. Pay per view. Pay per view, yeah. bro. Yeah. If you reach into your pocketbook, your purse, or your pocket and figure out that you have no money, stand your punk ass up, click your heel together three times, cause ain't no place like home. Hmm. Out of here, bro. Nah, it's like fucking home. But that was, <laughs> but that was, it was, I just did it because of that. I didn't, I wasn't going to use that part of my personality. So I've done it years before. I'm like, this don't call for that. Mm. Like, this but it does. It's the strip club. But, but, but I didn't know we were smoking. The, my DJ talks. You know what I'm saying? DJ so, don't talk the shit. DJ, I don't like the DJ, DJ never talk shit during Smokers Retreat. No, Crunch would talk shit, but he would talk shit to the girls. Yeah, right. I don't exactly. Right. His DJ right. talk. I don't want you to talk shit to the, the girls. Strippers. Yeah, okay. And the music getting keep getting cut while she's nah, nah. nah right. Talk shit so, to the people in the crowd. Nah, nah, so nah, let nah, the girls nah, do their no shit. Right. Cigar mic. Let her keep dancing. I did it that one time, so I went in there. 
<laughs> the next month. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm about to go and get me a drink and order my steak. He like, here you go. I'm like, hey, he's like, oh no. Yeah, you hosted <laughs> at the last one. From here on out. Every every event because, but but that's the other thing. When you engage people, like first of all, you don't come to the smoke retreat and I don't speak to you. Hmm. People come in the door. If I don't know you, I'm gonna walk up. I'm gonna engage you because you took the time out to come to my event. Don't matter what you spend, fifteen dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. That, but I engage the customers. I, I get the bartender's money. I engage the girls. I make sure that this event is doing what it's supposed to do. Everybody, it's mm-hmm. women. It's, it's it's women walked out of there with way more money than I got for that night. That's work. You know what I'm saying? That's not my concern. The bartenders probably made more money than me for that night. Again, not my concern. Did y'all have a good time? Man, we had a great time. Cool. That's you know my that concern. You'll be back next week. So I have a question for. Um, for I guess I'll say both of y'all. It's very mm-hmm. different approaches. Fuck that. Yes. And my question is, because this is something I struggle with as a an inspiring entrepreneur. And it's that balance between like I don't feel I super hate the most for the least mentality, right? Like how what what's the most I can charge you? What's the most I can get out of this for the least amount on my end? I hate that mentality. Mm-hmm. I'm a super like Oh, you don't pay. I'm going to give you a platform. I'm not paying you. You're not paying me. But the people will can pay for your product when you get here. If they Like, that's really where my head is. But how do I make my cut? And trying to figure out the balance in between, like, not shorting myself, not having imposter syndrome, not thinking that, like, it's unfair, lowballing myself, and being greedy. Like, how do you find that balance? Or are there times where you say, no, fuck it, get that money, and times where you say, no, sacrifice a little bit? Like, how do you how do you balance? Well, that, that, that balance is, is within you. I mean, I can't tell you that. Um, like I said, I probably make the least amount of money in this. I, I could literally, and, and I, I'll say this on record, if I wanted $100,000 in the next 30 days, I could go, you know what? Fuck all this. I'm gonna start a brokerage. I need five companies that's gonna put in twenty grand, and I'll broker your cigar. And I have a hundred G's before the end of the month. It's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So if money is what you want, this ain't this is not really not what you want to do. There are things you can do. I'm a one man team. I don't have overhead, you, you, mm-hmm. but but I also don't have people. I don't have an assistant. I don't have door people. I don't have this. I don't have that. So you gotta come up with it. Like most places are paying me on the back end. Either they're writing me a straight check for being there, mm-hmm. or I'm getting a percentage of the bar. Gotcha. I'm getting a percentage of the sales for that night. Like when I did the Lamb Cigar Experience last year, you know, everybody's like, you need a t-shirt, so the cigar mic still ain't shit shirt. Mm-hmm. It was my shirt, but it wasn't my shirt. So the girl that makes the shirts, I'm like, you make the shirts, you keep the money, give me $5 a shirt. I don't have to stand behind the booth. Mm-hmm. Yep. People say, where did that shirt come from? Over there. Yep. You know, you can do things. You can develop products. Like, we develop some products and, you know, a couple of things like that. Cutters, lighters, little lightweight stuff that you can that you can make money on and you're at an event. Mm-hmm. But, by the way, hey, I'm selling a lighter, you know, my cigar mic lighter, 15 bucks. Ain't nobody going to be like, oh, I got too many lighters. A lighter, 15 out? All right, right. Just fucking lighter. Right. So, mm-hmm. if I sell... 10, 15 like at an event. That's another 100 bucks. Right. You got to figure out where your win is. 
for the event. You know what I'm saying? Are the people mm-hmm. paying you enough? You know what I'm saying? To be at the event. If they're not paying you enough, well, you, you, can't, you can't ask for more than you can generate. Yeah. Right, like, right. We put, when, when we did uh, certain events, I don't know call names, but I didn't know the guy, he didn't know me. We got put together and it was a leap of faith. He said, okay, what do you want? I said, you know what? You don't know me. I don't know you. I'm going to do it for this amount, which is probably 40% less than I would normally charge. Low budget yourself. Okay. No, I did. I did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. But he still don't know me. Mm-hmm. So, a leap of faith. Hey, check your cash out tomorrow. Send your deposit. My deposit come through. Okay. Send me a couple of pictures. Cool. Send a couple of pictures. I get a call from my people like, yo, you've been getting phone calls? Like, a couple phone calls. Cool. But when they put your flyer up, more tickets sold. Mm. My boy was like, yo, man, I was going to come to your event. You know, and this was in Philly. This was like, this is John, John, shout out to John, Philly Cigar Week. My man Jahar, Cigar Table Talk out in New York. Mm. He was coming to the event. He was going to hang out. Da, da, da. He was like, man, I thought I was going to come out. Me, you hang out. Da, 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 do this. They put your picture on the fly and I have New York coming. Nice. But I'm, you have faith in me. I'm gonna make you your money back. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm not costing you anything. So next time, I ain't gonna be no questions more, asked. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm a, more people are coming. Right. I'm gonna prove myself. Right? Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, it makes you more judicious in what you do. Because what I learned a long time ago, oh, yes, I might come through, man, da da da. I ain't gonna come through. And I get there, like, nah, man, you just give me a da da da. I heard you gonna be here. How fuck you guys gonna be here? Hmm. So you're promoting, you're telling people that I'm gonna be there. But I'm not eating off this. Mm. I ain't got no problem. If you're doing an event, I said, shy girl, little sis, I'm come through, blah, yeah. blah, blah. That's one thing. Right. But for Rando, and I'm just coming through on the love, still oh, spending my no, money. No, you can't do that. You can't promote me. You no, you you're can't making do money that. off of my back. No, I'm you can't do that. Bar. I'm buying cigars. I should buy and, and, and 10, 12 people that showed up nah, and paid because I'm here. Yeah. So that's like the people that like go to the club and they're a celebrity in VIP and they get to take a picture yeah. with them and they're like, oh, I'm here with my homegirl. They're here for a club appearance. <laughs> I'm out here right. with my mm-hmm. homegirl. But, like, no, but you didn't pay him. You don't you, get to claim. You use my name to make some money and <laughs> right. sell some but tickets. But I'm just, just here. That's it. <laughs> like, nah. like Coach. We all know Coach. So Coach called me one day. He was like, hey, man, I got spikes. I got a couple guys with me. You know, and we want to go to the spot. So, all right, cool. No problem. I call down there and they like, oh, well, you know, da da da. Coach, like, man, we ain't no problem. Bring that thing, into no problem. You know? And then they're like, oh, yeah, we want to shout out that you're here. No. I paid to be here. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. would you? Right. No. Right. Right. You're, not, you're right. not giving me anything. Right. And I don't ask for nothing. If I want to go to the event, I just go to the event. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And that's fine. But if you want me to come to the event, Thing. That's what different. are you gonna give me in return, right? So that's what I would say to you. You you gotta be judicious in the way that you you gotta be judicious in the way that you move. And sometimes you get called an asshole. Mm. Oh man, well now you think you don't know how you know scum might think he did. I I don't think that you do. Mm. That's not my problem. Right. I'm I'm not gonna burden myself with your idiosyncrasies, with with your issues, with your problems. Right. I can't do that. I got enough shit of my own. Right. Mike Bennett has a whole set of shit mm-hmm. 
outside of being. And I know what I life. can get mm. and what I'm worth anywhere else. Right. But so I'm just saying, if you don't want to give me that, then I'm that's just cool. That's fine. Pound. That's on you, bro. I'm, I'm an evil girl. Pound for yeah. pound, problem for problem. I got a personal set of issues, mm-hmm. and I got the issues of being a brand. I have all of that. I'm a brand. I run a business. I got all of that. So the way you feel about me is largely inconsequential. Mm-hmm. My day is not going to change. That's because right. you think I'm an asshole because I didn't do something that you wanted me to do. Hmm. And that's with everybody because a lot of times in business, when you have your own business, you get guilted. Again, I started selling the cigars in the bathroom at nightclubs. The last motherfucker you can expect sympathy from is somebody who's standing in a pissy-ass bathroom for five hours and making fucking living. <laughs> but yet, I'm in there. How much black am I? Two dollars. Oh, man, two dollars. Man, two dollars. I was paid in. I'm drinking beer. I said so. Right. So, and outside of here, a Heineken's uh, thirty-six dollars a six-pack. Right. No, because that's what you just paid. Right. You know what I'm saying? You didn't argue with the people at the door. Mm. You didn't argue with the bartender. You didn't argue with the waitress. Right. But you, but you come can't in give me two dollars. Mm. Fuck out of here. My price is my price. Right. You don't want to pay it. Fine. When people are like, oh, well, can we just give you this? No. I can give you a deal. You can't give me one. Right. God damn, right? That's real. God damn, that was real. That but was that's real shit. Because if you let people, I tell my daughter this, I said, you're a brand. If you don't run your brand, somebody else will. Somebody's going to run sure. that brand. Mm-hmm. If somebody said, oh, uh, I can get a cigar mic for five hundred dollars. Then you gonna tell somebody else that they gonna come. Mm-hmm. Cigar mic got five hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm not five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you did such and such for such and such for. Okay, so fuck you and fuck him. Right. I was doing you a favor. Right. For the five hundred. But if you want me to get on, I tell people quick. If you want me to get on. Once I step foot on that plane, that's twelve hundred. Yeah. I need six up front. I need six when I get to the event, not after the event. Because again, I'm not in charge of making your money. Right. So when I get to the event, I need the other half of my money. I need to get that from you. I don't need you counting out fives and tens at two o'clock in the morning. No, just go ahead and break this shit off. I'm not old man. I done got drunk. I'm not trying to hear all that, bro. Come back tomorrow. I got you. I'm not. I'm not trying to hear all that. Come back tomorrow. I'm in, a, I'm in a whole nother, I'm in a whole nother city. Right. I, you know, I'm on the I'm right. in these streets. I'm spending Have money. Have it on yeah. What am I doing before the event? I'm at a cigar store. I done bought a bottle. Mm. Went in the cigar store. I done, oh, y'all got these. Oh, let me get those. Oh, LCA. Let me get that. Let me get that. Mm. I done spent 50, 60. I spent eating. I spent $100. So when I get to the event, I'm going to need my money back. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be unapologetic about it. I'm not apologizing for making you money. Right. Ooh. Ooh, I like that I'm one. I'm not apologizing <laughs> for making you money. Yes. So I'm going to get that from you, player. Ooh, that's good. I can tell that a couple people. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I can tell that to a couple people. I'm, I'm here for a reason. Yeah. If you just want somebody on the mic, you can get a little nut nut down right. on the mic. You can get your local comedian right. to be like, hey, bro, come out. We'll shoot you a couple hundred dollars. He'll get on the mic. He'll be funny. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can do that. You can hire the radio host and be like, hey, bought a couple spots on the radio. 
Let me give you three for one of dollars. You come down, hang out. We got some drink. You can do that. Mm. Why did you call me? The same reason you call me is the reason I need you to pay me. Right. That part. Hey man, if you call me, run me my check. Yeah. <laughs> you call me, run me my you check. Pay, you need something. You want me to do something that you can't do yourself. You call me for a service. That's the thing. But you want to not. Guilty. I don't Seriously. And I said this, me and T talked about this a long time ago. Did the conversation start with, bruh? Stop talking. <laughs> bruh, you know we're going to. Nah, hey, hey. I start a conversation business. with, bruh. We're not yeah, but when it's a right serious now. conversation, you don't. We're not talking business now. If we're just talking shit, bruh, it's different. Yeah, when you like, yo, we're talking a bag, you ain't going to say. I have an agent. Hey, bro. Shout out to Dorna Taylor. Dorna Taylor's my agent. Dorna took me on, but. She at the same time she was Dr. J's in-house counsel. Mm. She took me on because she believed in me. That's you know tough. what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm responsible for bringing in money. And she's not on my back. She's not da da da. I said this that, and the other. She was like, "What you want to do? What you want to charge? How are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. But when you get on that and all that, hey, let me text you my agent's number. I'll let her." Because apparently we can't talk. Right. And when you tell somebody, that's the other thing. When you tell somebody you have an agent or you have some type of representation, they're like, oh. Yeah. No, nah, I thought we could just, mm, mm-hmm. nah, this, this you business. You wrong. This yeah. business, this business. So, you know, I kind of let my, because if you walk up to fucking Ben Affleck and he seen you to his agent. You ain't going to buy the fucking eye. You ain't going to buy the eye. Right. If you walk up to Jay-Z or Ludacris and they say, oh, yeah, I'll let my man's it. Right. You go, oh, like, okay, yeah, you the man. Bitch, okay, I'm cool. busy. I don't even know if I got it in my schedule. I'm going to my agent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's certain stuff that you're going you to have to let go of yeah. and be like, hey, there, there's nothing that I can do. Yeah, that's real. There's nothing that I can do about that. Take it or leave it. Because like I said, if you don't bring nothing to the table, nobody's going to call you. That's real. That's real. I can't be yeah. Nobody's gonna what you sitting, Nobody gives a damn. What you sitting yeah. here for? No, that's right. Nobody gives right. a damn. And Tia, tell you, I, I, I didn't want to be the guy at the forefront. I'd rather be the guy that throw the party, collect my little money. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fun guy. Mm-hmm. People like hanging out. You ain't fun, motherfucker. Yes, he is. <laughs> I knew you was coming. <laughs> you ain't fun, motherfucker. I knew you was coming. So yes, cool. yes, You're not wild. fun. No, the wild dude see it. I'm not funny. You can all like you. I don't, I I don't like, like you either. <laughs> uh, that's why he don't follow me. He's like, that's why he don't follow me. That's why he don't follow me. Yeah, because he don't really don't fuck with you. Because you're an evil bastard. That's why you still here. Whatever, well, I, mean, like I said, I got tickets to events and shit that I don't go to. You smoke the cigars. But you can't get oh, a follow. Shit. Up. You ain't getting no follow. I can't get no follow. Nigga, I ain't getting no follow either. Shit. I better follow up and check. Ain't nobody You're a rookie still. Fuck that you, mean. He put me in. He put me in the game. What the you, fuck you mean? You're still a rookie, though. If he but put me in the game. The other reason I don't follow up because realistically. You know too many First of all, this nigga ain't even on Instagram. Real talk. No, that's true. You know, he ain't even on Instagram. Sometimes I'll be, I go to his one. Instagram like, no. wait, don't he got something? Come on, go to his Instagram. No, this nigga hits me one day. <laughs> Yo, T, got this event, man. I was like, the shit ain't on Instagram, Mike. I was like, how the fuck I'm supposed to know? Well, I ain't that see, see what happened. I'm like, nigga, no. <laughs> I'm nigga, telling no. you now, bro. Nigga, no. <laughs> nigga, no. Come through nigga, tonight. No. It's in nigga, three no. hours. Right. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, no. Nigga, no. 
I, I need you. Pop up king. Right. You know, <laughs> Yo, I need your or pass. you'll get that evite. That evite. Yeah, evite. You like, where the fuck did like, this come from? When we did when we did this last year, Cliff was terrified. Oh yeah. Cliff was terrified because Highland was like fifty people, mm-hmm. no more than fifty people. Oh man. And we did a pop up there on Wednesday, and it was like forty something people. Cliff was like this. He was counting. Oh, no. He was like, be out the door. Mike, how many more people you got coming? I said, I, I don't know how many. <laughs> he was. You know, he had a little clicker at the door, know, like, yo, we have forty-seven right now, bro. Like, you know. Wild. So after that, he was like, he was talking to Tony. He was like, nah, man, so I might can't even do pop-ups here. Just right. Fifty people come out. Nah, nah, you no more pop-ups. Right, you no know, pop-ups. Like, but I mean, it's just like. Oh, shit. But when you look at it, the reason, the only reason I can do a pop up is because we need something to do every day. We don't smoke cigars like Thursday through Sunday. Every day, but we, we smoke cigars see, every fucking but day. That's a Monday see, through Saturday. That's a Monday through Sunday. Back yeah. before everything was this big promotion thing, we had a schedule. We knew on this night where we were. Mm. We knew the next night where we were. We night changed. After. We changed Fox Sports Grill. Right. So mm. Fox Sports Grill used to have. No, cigar room. no, nigga. Cheyenne Grill. Well, hold on. Let's see what we did with Fox. So they used to have cigar room, right? Mm. So it was Fox Sports Grill. So we said, hey, listen. Because when 24 came out, 24 was very specific. 24, the, the season opener of 24 was the Monday after football ended. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Very smart. No more Monday night football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So... We go to the manager, I'm like, hey man, can we watch 24 in here? He's like, well, this is sports good. I was like, it's on Fox. <laughs> and they were like, ah, ah, ah. So they finally changed it so that we could watch 24 in there. Mm-hmm. But we would have 20 guys in there. Buying liquor, liquor buying, buying food. food. Everybody, everybody tab for $50 in that room. We on had, a Monday night. We had our choice, nice. we had our pick, we had our waitresses. No, so we go see. see. Okay, okay, yeah, we we gonna be in the, in the room because they knew they knew how to take but, care of us. See, Cheyenne Grill is a more expressive, you know, description of what the way this works. Because Cheyenne Grill, we went there because one night we were just like we hungry, we want to watch Twenty Four. We're going this motherfucker. We're giving put TV on, right? And you usually can smoke, right? Mm-hmm. After nine. After nine. So we go in there the first time. We're like, okay, so it's gonna be 10 of us. We just wanna watch and we wanna smoke. Y'all say you can smoke in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Okay. They didn't believe it was gonna be 10, 12 motherfuckers show up. We got 12 motherfuckers showed up. Well, we gonna need y'all to leave Jin Pop <laughs> and go in this little back room over here. Yeah. Okay, cool, right? That was our room. So every Monday night, they started reserving that room for us yeah, to come to watch 24, right? Then it became this whole big shit, you know, and, and, and it goes like that, and, it, and you know, for places you can smoke. First, they cool with it. They like the money of it, but they really don't want and it's like, y'all too 15, 20 motherfuckers in there smoking, right? Not cigars. Not cigars, right. right. So that's why we went to Fox, because we were like, yo, Fox got a cigar room. Let's go down there and see if we can watch it, right? Gotcha. And that's why that grew from a Cheyenne grill that allowed a little bit of smoking to Fox grill. And then, I mean, hell, we made PJ's money across the street. 
Now, let me tell you something. PJs show love. Always. Mm. So PJs were right across from Fox. And the manager was there. Then he was like, Greek. Cool dude. So you can smoke cigars in PJs after 9 o'clock. We never change that. Mostly what we do is we smoke outside. Mm -hmm. But when we get there, like we would leave from Fox Sports Grill after 24 and go over there, they would move people. Like, hey, no. No, this is my cigar guy section. They're going to sit right here. They would move people. He almost beat up a dude because he kept coming over to the table and harassing us. And we were about to get at him. And dude came right. over, he was like, what are you doing? These are, these are friends here. You, you get out. Oh, no. The kitchen closed at 10. Yeah. We could get food. Nobody else getting food. Oh, man. We oh, dang, we you know they don't like that. But no, but see, dang. No, they don't That's like that. That's just disrespect. Y'all out there flexing no, on them. No, 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 no. We like, weren't flexing. No, we were you know we just like ate that. across we, the street, but we, we about to get some. No, we come in. No, we, this could be a random night, but we come uh, in there and be like, hey, man, shit, let's, just, let's go hit up PJ." We go hit up PJs. We know we can't get nothing to eat, but the manager come out like, "Why are not eating?" We like, "Ah, y'all kitchen closed, man. We good." No, what do you want? We got food for y'all. We got food for y'all. Anything on the menu, they'll make. Chef still here? But no, still here. We see, and that's the other thing. We were never disrespectful. We never, we never demanded anything. anything. It was just like, hey, man, it was all love. (laughs) It was all love. That's it. If y'all gonna do this, we gonna do this. I mean, it, it wasn't like we went in for a quick pro quo, but it was, it's, it's kind of what happened. But when you see, like, the independent, we go to the independent every Tuesday. And then we just kind of fall through there, like, random times of the week. Mm-hmm. So much so that me, T, and Mark in there, it's, just, uh, it's random time of the week sitting there. So Greg comes out, he wanted the manager. Greg comes out, he's like, hey, have you guys ever heard of Monkey Shoulder? Mm-hmm. Do tell. <laughs> he tells us about it, this, that, and the other. Pours us a little taste of it. How much the shots? Six dollars. Bring us around. Mm-hmm. So bring us around and say, man, this is good, da, da, da. You know we're going to be here Tuesday. He said, oh, we already got two bottles in the back. We, we know y'all going to be here on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's how they started with that. Right. So, now, on Tuesdays, they would play poker at um, at the Leaf. Okay. But the Leaf closed at midnight. So, a lot of times, those guys would just kind of, they want to finish smoking their cigar. They want to smoke another cigar. They would come over. So, now, we all just hanging out, chilling. So, it started with, okay, well, they'd rather us not smoke at the bar. No problem. We out here. We ain't going to sit at the bar. Then it was like, they wanted us outside. I pulled Greg to the side and I said, Greg, I do this for a living. Mm-hmm. I said, how much money do we spend here on an average Tuesday night? He said, Mike, this is, I said, no, 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 it's nothing towards you. I just want to give you a set of numbers. How much do we spend here on an average Tuesday? He said, you guys alone probably spend 250 to $400. Just, and it just depends on how many of us there are because mm-hmm. we're going to have several drinks and we're going to eat. But the liquor was cheap, so four hundred dollars. Six dollars Yeah, let's let's yeah, let's keep it in perspective. Yeah, food seven dollars. Food seven dollars. Drink seven dollars. So you got a lot of motherfuckers that's getting multiple drinks, 
multiple orders. If you're talking orders, two fifty, right? That's what I'm saying. Each person but, but 30, 40 saying? bucks. That's all that shit going. But no, no, no. Remember when no taste at the monkey shoulder? Yeah. No was like, yo, yo, fuck that. If, if, if it's a bottle, okay, hundred dollars. Boom. So now we're like, okay, fuck it. We empty bottles so every man, visit. So yeah. now we just buy the bottle, right? You know, we 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 drinking their depth charges and stuff like that. So I said, okay, so now let's look at the guys who come over from the independent on Tuesday. So we're still talking about Tuesday. Let's say four hundred dollars. You got ten guys who was playing poker that come over there. They have a couple of drinks of pizza. Let's say that's two hundred dollars. So now we six. have six. Mm-hmm. So let's just say because when when the leaf got packed. People just flow over there, fucking get yeah. drinks over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes we just go over there on a Sunday or whatever. Go over there. So let's say that's another four. I said you're losing a manager's salary every week. You're losing fifty-two thousand dollars a year. I said for twenty thousand dollars, I can come in and I can put a smoke system that'll take out seventy percent of the existing smoke, cigarettes and everything. Cigar smokers are bringing fifty-two. Now, that you can count it. You can pull the receipts and say, these motherfuckers mm-hmm. did this. Mm-hmm. So I said, when you're a manager or the owner, I said, I just want them to understand that this is not a fiscal decision. This is a choice. It's fiscally irresponsible mm-hmm. for a small group of people to make up that much income and you choose not to accommodate them. Yeah. When they're asking for nothing more than what you already do, I was about to say right. you already. I'm not asking for nothing extra. Nothing right. extra. Well, we never do, and we tip good. We never do, and we drink better. Yeah. We drink better. I'm a tip. Wow. Right. They had high end stuff in there, but it was at a, a great price. Take for instance Johnny Trump. They had Johnny Trump over there. They had Johnny Trump. No. Which Albany Twelve Year for seven dollars. We. We called That's them. Crazy. They raised the price to nine dollars after us. That's crazy. Johnny Drum was seven dollars over there. It was twelve dollars at uh, at the Leaf. The Albany Twelve Year was fifteen dollars at the Leaf. At the Leaf. So we drinking shit that the the average cat they in there playing pool, smoking Palm Miles, and drinking Bud Lights. No, but that's why I stopped going to the Leaf. So. Everybody came to Leaf broke bread. I mean, mm-hmm. you couldn't go to the Leaf without breaking bread. Mm. Me and one of the guys went over there. It was like World Series time and football season was going on, right? We're yeah, like, oh, so ain't nobody in here. Because, you know, the Leaf was dead on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody in this motherfucker, right? All the wait staff and bartenders, everything is just over at the bar, not with shit to do, right? So they just on the clock. Me and one of my own boys go in. We're like, yo, we want to watch the World Series. Mm-hmm. Can we turn one of the TVs to the World Series? Well, you got to ask one of those guys that's sitting over there. And they, you know, sitting there. They, These two guys are sitting there. They got two beers and they're sharing some goddamn wings. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, so, yeah, they say they're watching the game. Can we put it on at the bar? Mm-hmm. The manager screams out, we watching the game. Right. I'm like, bitch. So listen, can we go over in the member section? Ain't no members here. Ain't nobody here. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. No, that's the member section. I was like, so you gonna tell me that I come in this motherfucker at minimum, I spend two hundred dollars every time I'm in this motherfucker. 
right? We don't share fucking food, right? Right? I, you know, and I only drink your top shelf shit, right? So you're going to tell me that we can't even sit over there and watch the game? Because there ain't ain't nobody here. Y'all finna close in three hours. Mm -hmm. And y'all ain't made no fucking money. You know, I don't know what to tell you. Cool. That was my first trip to the Independent. I was like, yo, they say we can smoke over at the Independent. I ain't never been in here, but we're going to go over here, right? Check it out. We went in there the first time, and I was like, oh, shit. They got some good bar food. The drinks are goddamn reasonable. You know, we're going to show some love, you know? And I never went in the Leaf again after that shit. No, I'm one of them people that real talk. If you, if you put me in a, in, a, in, a, in a negative space about you, yeah, yeah, you can fuck no, that. Wrong. I ain't never showing up again. That's right. I have not been to Checkers since 1992. Damn, I love Checkers. Fact, I haven't but been they're to, services. Uh, what's it? Uh, Houston. I'll do some Checkers. I haven't been to Houston in uh, probably 20 years. Right. Damn. Like when in Houston, I specifically asked to sit in the smoking session. Mm-hmm. I was sitting under the sign that said smoking. Mm-hmm. I ordered my sweet tea with no ice. So a boy ordered something. I'm getting ready to get some salmon. And I don't know what the fuck you're going to get. I'm good. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What? You can't smoke that. Motherfucker, I didn't roll this motherfucker. This, right. this, this, it came. This is. You can't smoke those cigars in there. I said. Says smoking. The sign says smoking. It doesn't say smoking what? No, you can't smoke those in here. I said, okay, well, it's five dollars for the tea. Have a good one. Yeah. I have not been. I have not been back in. in no, we've Houston crossed out a lot of places like that. Because you walk in a place full of goddamn smoke and everybody's smoking cigarettes or whatever the fuck they want to smoke, BDs mm-hmm. and everything. And I want to smoke my cigar. And I can't smoke my cigar. BDs. And you tell me to smoke my Wait, you said checkers? Yeah. What checkers do you? All of them. Checkers didn't even, me off. It didn't even matter which one. That's like when you Taco Taco Bell was the only one I was able to legitimately stop No, you're talking about checkers, like the restaurant checkers. No, I'm oh, talking about, checkers no, I'm than talking about the drive-thru. Yeah, no, I was about to say, is there checkers. checkers other than rallies? No, checkers showed me mad. The checkers restaurant that no longer exists showed no, me mad brother. love. You know, listen, I'm not demanding. You know, I understand when y'all busy. All that kind of shit. I'm not that guy. And I tip very fucking well, right? All I want is what I need. You know, I'm not asking for shit off the menu. I'm not asking for you to jump through no hoops for me. But goddamn, show me some love, give me some service. Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks is the epitome of, of my thoughts around cigar shit, right? Or around restaurant shit. Mm. Tell me what it is. And I can operate in that space. Mm-hmm. The first few times I went to Twin Peaks, like we like, where the fuck is this waitress brought at? What the mm-hmm. fuck is going on? You know? And then I had a conversation with one of them. They said, well, you know, they they're, pay us. They're not waitresses. Right, they're not waitresses. They're, they're spokes models. models. Yeah. They're there, yes, to wait tables and take orders, but realistically, they're there to entertain customers. So if a customer wanna stand there and talk to you for fifteen minutes, it's your job to do that. Yeah. Right? So 
having a conversation with one of the little chicks. She she told me what the deal was. I was like, okay, cool. So when I come in here, I need to expect delays on orders. I need to expect delays on everything. Yep. I said, so that means that I need to pick two or three of y'all to become really cool with that knows that I'm going to tip y'all better than everybody else in this motherfucker mm-hmm. so that I can get what I need. Right? See, that's where I go on. Like, CCC is one of those places, like, like more power to you. The concept's great, but I can't go up in there because I can't get service to save my life. And oh, I no. tip and CCC, I like smoke, those and I are like waitresses, though. Now, they I mean, tip. They take care of certain people. But you don't even give me a chance to show you I'm worth your time because oh, yeah. you are completely ignoring me multiple occasions that I've tried. Like, a lot of times for me, I won't not, I will not go somewhere because the quality of the food sucks, not the server. I'll be like, that was oh, just no. a bad server. I'll try oh, again. No. But that place, there's that Sir, place. No, the loud the service is just like no, unbearable. And what I won't box. do is, is go yeah, above and beyond and try to throw a hundred dollar bill in your face to get some service that I should get because I walked in the door. Like I haven't given you a reason to ignore me. So I shouldn't have to jump through hoops in order to get whatever it is you have to offer when I go somewhere else and get it. Like, I get paying a premium, but what I'm not going to do is pay extra for service that you're employed to give me. Like, That's how they do, though. I pay extra for service because I want to feel catered to. That's I pay, I pay extra I came for, here for this. service that I actually get. I'm not going to try to bribe you into giving me even initial service and I'm well, making no, me see, sit here different. for that's 15 different. minutes. But that's different. Because <laughs> to get an like, order taken. Even like, it's, it's funny. So New York Prime, they, they, you know, that's one of their things, right? But the little guy got to know us going in and sitting and smoke and, and eating and drinking and stuff. He knew we were going to have a $1,200 on the sand at the end of the day, no matter what, right? But he understood also that, yeah, this is the service we're supposed to provide. But these guys gonna tip me forty percent. They're not gonna tip me 18, ten. 20, they're not gonna yeah. do twenty percent. They're gonna give me forty. Oh no, that I'm with. Right, right. So, I'm not paying so, extra for basic so, service. No, to not I, and, be. And, and I give you that. I, I get. But that. I agree with I'm you on that. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree with what you're saying. They smoke cigars at our times. Right. I go in there. A lot of times I'm by myself. You know, people leave the clubs and stuff. I've been going to our times since I was in high school. Mm. How long they've been there? I go in there and they see me. Oh, hey, and I'm like, hey, let me let me get a tea. I'm just gonna drink a tea tonight. Okay. Well, I said, all right, let me go ahead and close out. We just had a tea. I said, let me close out with you. Yeah, you ain't no tap. Said no. Why so much? Because I would. It's what I would have paid for the tea. Right. And what I would have tipped you. Yep, there you go. Mm. Just made all the tea. Yeah. I mean, all you're doing is saying you need another tea. That's all you got to do. Right. You, you good? That's it. I don't require any more than anyone else. See, I'm glad you understand this. Because some people come in and they feel like, oh, you still took up the space. I still have to come check on you. I don't get to just ignore you. Just be, I, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I still have to clean it up after you leave. I have to get up this dish. I have to get this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's a seat that someone else not sitting in that might be paying more money. So the fact that you just sat here and got soda doesn't mean you get to leave and not tip me because I didn't get no money off of any of this. Like, because I just pay taxes. Like, 
for my existence in this building right now being clocked in. I haven't made a dime. Even for your little teeth. So, I appreciate that you understand how tipping works. I was going to say something real flip. Especially when you get stuff for free. You're not going to say it? Why? Nah, I ain't going to say nothing about two brothers who go in there and drink soda all day. Oh, nigga. Oh, nigga. Oh, shit. Oh, nigga. Oh, nigga. Oh, shit. I don't know who I know who Oh, I know you're talking about. Drink sodas and write proposals on. Yeah. Oh, nigga, they were sitting down. Oh, man, have feet a whole, up. Have a whole meeting. <laughs> the one the used to fall asleep. <laughs> they were fun to talk to, though. I like talking to them. They, they, were, talk they were really nice to me. Money. They were really nice to they me. They talk cash money. They brought me goodies. They were cool, but they, yeah, they would definitely, yeah. They're kind of frugal and uh, frugal did a lot of work there. That's yeah. broke. That's no, not frugal. They had nothing to do with frugal. I'm frugal. Right. <laughs> they were broke. There's a difference. They were selling the dream distinct. And, uh, you know, and then coming in and want to jump on somebody. Oh, gosh. Well, I was a little upset about that. I'm like, damn, I threw in your life. You didn't jump on me. I, I wanted you to. <laughs> He's <laughs> after your life. <laughs> Holy shit! So Atlanta cigar culture goes way back, and it's it ain't always pretty. It ain't always no. nice. You like where it's at now? From so we went from nothing is probably around fifteen motherfuckers. Mm. That every time we showed up, it was fifteen motherfuckers down to about seven. Mm. At minimum. It's different now, huh? They well, do. No, this was like immediate. I mean, motherfuckers show mm. who they were. They stopped getting texts. They stopped getting calls. Mm. You know, like yeah, no, nah, nigga, mm. you know we gonna be, but we ain't really fucking with you. Mm. You know, kind of stuff. I mean, the reality of it is, was that is that cigar shit or is that just human shit? And we happen. No, it's just human cigars. shit. Yeah, no, it's yeah, human yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was involved with cigars only because that's the only reason Those we were the around. Spaces each other. you were in, yeah, yeah. The kind of with cigars, so you know, and I mean, there's like a you doing eight? Yeah. Nah, there's like a great expectation. Are you doing great? Mia, what the fuck you got going on, man? You opening up pens and shit? Yeah. This way. <laughs> he, he, oh, he got that. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, there was this great expectation place. And I'm guilty of it myself. There's a great expectation placed on cigars and how people were to function. And I'm like, because I've done a lot of other shit. And I'm like, cigars, grown men, shit going to be different. And at the end of the day, it's the same. It's the same shit. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's the same shit. It's bitch motherfuckers, petty motherfuckers, you know, motherfuckers that just can't hold water, you know, all the way around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it's, it's posers, it's liars, it's everything that you would have in any other walk of life. You still have it in this. You know what I'm saying? It's just that many of us get taken aback because we didn't expect it in this particular dynamic. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, hey man, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Nah, you expect dude, it here too. I hear it happens dude, over here too. Yeah, but it's like, dude, chill. Like. Mm, that's right. tripping, I've seen dudes are you tripping on women you got a whole wife like you, you yeah. know, oh dude I, I, yeah. I don't see a married dude threatening goddamn kill everybody about a side chick oh no you don't get back oh dude there's some 
Niggas are Niggas are they side chicks. You know they protect them on their side. Nigga, why? I don't know. I don't know. She's a side. He love her. She like French fries. He love her though. Right. He love her. Yeah, he dumb as fuck. That's enough for me, dog. That's real. He dumb as fuck. Well, there's a quote that my man Riley P. Freeman made. Riley. Riley P. Freeman, he said, Game recognize game. You and looking you looking real unfamiliar game right recognize now. Game granddaddy, you looking <laughs> real unfamiliar. <laughs> and, that, and that's just it. That's it. Because we right. thought the game was different. Mm-hmm. The game is the same. Different place. You know what I'm saying? I looked at it like that. I mean, I ain't done. I ain't done no dirt to nobody. I put a lot of people in the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. A lot of brands. A lot of individuals. And I got the holes in my back to prove. Like, why you? Like, I, 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 I'm not understanding you. I can understand that person. But with the benefits you got, go way farther than even what you're getting now. So why would you? People talk shit about me all the time. I'm not the most loved person in this in this business. Cause you're an asshole. This is true. I was getting around that. I don't know. But it's, it's like what? But it's like people. What? I guess he's as much an asshole as you are toxic. But it's like <laughs> <laughs> I like how you did that. that <laughs> I like how you just flipped that on your ass real quick. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? The reality of it, Mike is a very much an asshole. Mike says soft. And Mike might try to find better words. <laughs> you just can't. You don't know no, how to do that. No, no, no. You don't know how to like Why to fluff it. it. No, you don't I like would, fluff. That's the I difference. I feel like assholes be trying to hurt your feelings. I will, never, I will, never, I will I never tell. I don't fuck with fluff. Yeah, I will I'm never tell you that fluff. I'm not an asshole. Mm-hmm. I will never. And you're, I got to the point. No, I said I'll never tell you that. And I got to the point, and it's been three times. I drove four and a half hours up to Charlotte to sit in the dude's face who, oh, you trying to do this, you trying to do that. You gonna be a part of this? No. How you feel? I don't fucking like you. Hmm. And this is why I don't like you. I think you're a culture vulture. Hmm. This is why I think you're a culture vulture. Hmm. If I don't fuck with you, I just fucking tell you. Got it. For two reasons. Number one, you know. Number two, nobody else can tell you what the fuck I said. That's mm-hmm. right. This is what I said. This is how I'm saying it. This is how I'm saying it to you. So the record is that's clear. It. That's it. The record, is, the record is clear. I tell people there's no spectrum of life that exists that will do business. So <laughs> if somebody mm. said, hey, we going mm, no. No, 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 not if that motherfuckers are wrong. <laughs> But I'm going to tell you. No timeline. Yeah. You're going to know that. No speculation. I don't mm-hmm. care about a tear in the space-time continuum. Right. It's just never going to happen. Not even in that spectrum. No. But I had to get to the point where I got to, you know what? Because my, my, my mind, my first thought is to be like, hey, motherfucker, I don't fuck with you. 
I try to be more judicious. I'm and I say that. You're like, no, no, that's what you say. I say that. I'm going to no, come all the like, way there to tell you to your face. I say that. So you going to pull up so on you. <laughs> I'm going to drive four and a half hours to listen to you bullshit oh, no. so that I can tell you to your face. He's gonna put two fingers in your face and say, I don't fuck with what? you. Uh, just like that. There's always one. No, no, when you say I don't fuck with you, it's gonna be both of them. Oh no, there's always one. With the cigar in your hand? Too? With the one. nub in his hand too. Right. I don't right. fuck with you. See? Always. All, always. No cigar in your you, hand is both. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you point blank. I don't yeah. fuck with you. I'll fuck with you. Cigars or no cigars? I go back to the beginning. I'm from Decatur, Georgia. Hmm. I don't mean shit. Definitely <laughs> from the west side. Nobody fuck with y'all. No oh shit. Everybody fuck with the west side. Right. The west side is the best side. Everybody with no Here they go. Everybody I ain't from here, so I don't know. Everybody with no car. They can't leave. They're stuck. Yeah, y'all ain't going no goddamn well. Y'all were doing that drive to the west side. But we had, but we had to, we had to learn, we had to understand that, that people <laughs> gone. It's like people, even in this business, people try to jump funky. Like, motherfucker, we old. You try to jump funky, motherfucker, you fifty. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm listen. Need to relax. I ain't fought nobody in in in, yeah. in twelve years. Yeah, we're not doing that. But. 12 years? Just 12, Mike. It's all or nothing. Don't say just. Don't do that guy. Don't say that. Just 12, nigga. Damn. But That's over a decade. You good, bro. Don't let him do that to you, bro. I'm just trying to explain to people about this cigar industry. Shout out to you when you were in high school. Listen. Everybody came from somewhere. I don't know what Shadi is doing. I don't know what you've been through. Y'all don't know what I've been through. So when you start all that talking, just realize, when I, I came into the nightclub business when I was 17 years old. The guys who were doing security with me were literally twice my age. They didn't know how young I was, but they said, hey, look, motherfucker, tell you something. Number one, we're not here to fight. We're here to get this money, maybe get some women, Collect this check. Number two, if you get into a fight, I don't care if it's with a giant or a midget. If it's one on one, it's on you. So I done fought cats, 125 pounds, 300 pounds. Only one thing matters to me: how you want it. Hands, knives, pistols. How you want it? What we gonna do? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, at a point, we all figured that we were away from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you get in there and old cats is trying to try you like, player, come on, man. You can't take the don't, good don't, out the player, dog. But, but don't, 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 make you know? me, don't make me be the me that you don't know. Yeah. Man. See, See that's cigar. my part. You don't never know who you dealing you with. Like, that's why I'm You like the cigar guy. Yeah, I, don't I, don't I don't need none of the job. I'm just a like, look no at you now. Smoke. Look at you now. Bleed. I'm just a little IT guy. Like, look at you now. I think you over, you over there. I was going to say, I, I think I got a pistol in his bag back there. Listen, so, exactly. So, if you want to pop off, it's going to be all right. I don't fight. Let me tell people. Let me tell jokes. Let me dance around on the stage. Let me be on the mic. Let me let me do let me do that. Because this is actually kind of new to me. The stuff that I really know how to do. The person that I was before this. It's really not conducive to this environment, but 
for you. And it's not gonna get us nowhere. I will make a special appearance. We just both yeah. be looking crazy, and that's it. That part, that's it. And still you not know. liking each other, and still not fucking with each other, and didn't take back whatever made you mad. So let's just not. Yeah, okay. but that's it. We can, and that's what as adults, I figured that we can like, get to a point. We just agree to disagree. Yeah, it's okay. I ain't gotta give you a fuck. Like to me? I'm fine to disagree. But some people, you know, like I'm to fight. About your mama. I know yes. you violent. But I mean, it, it's that's your problem. Violent ain't always. See, physical. for me, it's not the words; it's the violence. intention. Yes, okay. right. And it's the it's like that. See that right there? That's like Saying that's right like now. when you know you, when you like little kids believe start that learning words say. and they just say mean, reckless shit because they can get away. I still it still bothers me to this day. My baby sisters sitting on my fucking lap trying to tell me I didn't love her. I was so I wanted to throw her. He's about to drop her. So bad. It's like, and if you'd have done you that, she would have said, This lets me further. You just don't love me. I know right, it. Like, oh, I know it. Exactly. You know what? You're trying to kill me. I did 10 seconds ago. You'd have been flying across the room talking about case and point. Right? <laughs> I knew it. I'm just smiling like the whole time. I'm back to everybody. But at the end of the day, if you just let people be people. Everybody don't like everybody. You ain't gotta like me. And that's okay though. To, but but you gonna but respect me. You gonna respect me. You will respect me. You will do that. And that's and that's or you all just I'm not saying. you just not gonna be around me. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's it. You ain't got but, to like me. You, wanna, you ain't gotta drink with me. You, you ain't gotta smoke with me. I'm not right. even sure. Well, I don't know. Right. I'm more about matter of fact, see, I'm an antagonist. That's why I said you violent. I'm an antagonist. I'm not violent, I'm an antagonist, right? You choose the direction. I don't choose your direction. As the antagonist? But no, I'm going to antagonize the fuck out of you. Know, Especially know, if I know you don't like me. I'm going to antagonize the fuck out of see, you. See, that's, what, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I said what I said. Like, you just trying to get Without the being skin. violent. It's not the actual words. It's that I know your intention is to mm. aggravate the fuck it out of me. It could be so the fact that I know a, you don't your like mama me. Joe so don't come hit the same because you're grown and Because it feel like you're really saying this shit in my mouth. But you're being petty to get to me and it's working It's a simple ass. It's don't like me. Cool. I'm gonna make sure I speak to Ish every time See, I show the fuck. That's the petty shit. I hate that. You know, every fiber of my being. I'm gonna make sure I speak to Ish. I right? had I had somebody trying me like that at work. Came up to the job, trying to be in my face and and act girl. like I'm supposed to ask her how her day's going and all this extra shit. Yeah. And call my manager like, oh shit, I don't feel like that she gave me the kind of warmth that she would have given other customers. Blah blah blah. All this oh, extra so shit. Like, like where I have a history. No like why are you coming up in here? Oh, no I'm doing fine, thanks. How are you? Don't do, don't do that. To, you don't like me. I don't like you. So why do we have to? No if you don't like me either, then why do you want to be in my face? I don't understand. I'm just gonna say hi. I know you will. I'm just gonna say hi. Fucking I'm very petty ass. Like. If I tell you I don't fuck with you, cool. We could have been here, we've been here for three hours. I would just never said a word to you. And that's okay. That's you how see, I am. But no, you see, for me personally, right, personally. So you gonna say, unless you, gonna you talk had to some you. fucking words for me, right? My nigga, right? You know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna say hi to your punk ass. And I'm gonna make sure that I stay near you so that. End of the day, you're gonna have to address me. You're gonna have to say something. Tell me you don't fuck with me. Tell me you don't fuck with me. Oh well, see, in my experience, it's like we already know we don't fuck with each other. No, it's niggas out here. Listen, I'm not talking about this But no, it's the this dude. This dude. That's different. Yeah, that's different. That's different. Now I'm bringing it to your front porch. Yeah, that's different. Because listen, keep that same energy. Right, you had telling this other nigga. Listen. 
everybody that knows me knows, right? The it things is. that I've always said to niggas I fuck with. If you got some shit on your heart, say that shit. You need to say that shit. If you don't bring it to me, or if you don't bring it to nobody else, you ain't got then no keep to that shit from. to your motherfucking self. Thanks. So for me, if I hear you talking shit, right, I'm going to show up. If you're there, I'm going to make sure I say hi to your bitch ass, right? I'm going to make sure that I say hi to your bitch ass. <laughs> no, it's not. Because I'm going to say hi to everybody. already popping off, that's on you. I'm going to say hi to everybody. Listen, listen, listen. And Mike knows, this comes from old cigar culture in the city. You, you walk into a room, you greet every motherfucking body. That's some southern shit, mm-hmm. right? That's my problem. So, my nigga, right? If you got a problem, say that shit. Right, say that shit. If not, don't, right? Don't tell nobody fucking else. Don't tell nobody because the niggas that you were talking shit gonna come back to me about, they're going to be sitting over there and they're going to be looking like, well, damn. You know, that nigga was talking all that shit about T. Now you're in his face. Right, because T ain't got no bad reputation. T ain't fuck nobody. T ain't goddamn dog nobody out. I'm 100, right? So if you talking shit about me, if you ain't came to me and said shit, that's on you. That's on you. See, but I'm the opposite because I'm not giving you no energy. That's so right. now, everybody in the room like, what just happened? Why you? Right, but see, hey, what's going no, on? No, 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 nigga, I'm coming up because you don't exist I ain't got to me. no problem. I don't have a problem. You got a problem. You got a problem that you've expressed to all these other motherfuckers. You did. But you ain't saying shit to me about yeah, it. Yeah, but see, for me, so, my so no. that's choosing violence because at this but point. No, my reputation is so. That ain't true to me. This other person never, is at liberty back home. Most people be like, hey, what you do to Cigar Mike? Not the inverse. But they're going to be like, he fuck with everybody. What? What you do. Not what he did to you, but what you do to him. Why are you the one motherfucker that's right? That he don't fuck with. I just don't care enough. Mike don't be speaking me either. I guess that's why I haven't followed No, like We ain't going back to you not following that. <laughs> <laughs> ain't doing See, that's what I'm talking about that follow. Follow this nigga, go, man. I gotta go, Yeah, man. Mike, that's all right. That's all right. I appreciate you, my guy. You can't go on the road. Yeah, yeah, I put four hours. Yeah, before I can go. I flagged four times. I flagged four times. My man just came through. They was all. Yes, I got Mike. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate this shit, dog. Like for real. No, I appreciate y'all, man. I had a fucking fantastic time here, man. This is dope as shit. You gotta follow T back though, because he can be back. Fuck T. No, fuck T. I'm gonna follow his ass. Fuck that. He He don't post no goddamn way. Don't matter. So why you so mad if you don't follow him? He knows he don't post. He don't even be checking his Instagram. Fucking principal. It's the principal. Like I said, it's principal. He out here blue checking on him and shit. Oh, I'm like, he gonna check tomorrow. Oh, he's definitely gonna check. Oh no, I'm gonna follow his ass tomorrow. If I ain't got no follow, I'm gonna follow. You gonna give him a timeline? We checking his notifications. You got till noon, my nigga. Yes. Nigga. All right. Episode, I don't even have a number. <laughs> man, Mike, real shit. I appreciate you, my bro. Nah, oh, no, yeah. I, I can't say it enough how much I appreciate you yeah, for what you've done yeah. for me in the cigar industry. I can't speak for everybody else, but your love over here. And, man. You know we always need it. Shout out to Oso Bourbon, Piquant, Vulgar Lease by Davido. A little bit of new oh, Lou was coming in. The too. vintage selection. Uh, Dino. Uh, and Louisville. Yes. 
Yeah. Yes, that well, that was last episode, or another episode, but yeah. uh, the Aladino. But yes, we did smoke that tonight as well. Shout out to them anyway because they're the bomb. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, shout out to the beer. But yeah, and, and shout out was, to Brooklyn Brewery. Yeah, and Brooklyn Brewery. Oh yeah, the black chocolate stout. For our last that episode, was fantastic. Cigar Mike. Yes, so, so shout out to all of those wonderful brands for helping make our chat with Cigar Mike yeah. even more dope. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and Cigar Mike still ain't shit. That's, that's the best way to end a fucking shit. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a better way. Peace. Peace. Peace.